he is referring to? Whom was God talking to here? None other than the Son and the Holy Spirit. They are three, but one. And so are you. I personally imagine the three of them still glowing after the ingenious creation of the planets, stars, gravity, mountains, water, clouds, birds, animals, vegetables, minerals, and more, looking down in suspenseful anticipation at the Adama, the patch of dirt about to become the Creator's great masterpiece, Adam. I imagine them individually wondering, what will my part in him look like? Surely their omniscience did not upstage the wonder of the moment. Even after God was finished with this masterpiece, just one creature must not have been sufficient to fully embody this amazing three-in-one mystery. And so he created woman. Genesis 1.27 says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So they are both made by God in his image and together constitute the full incarnation of the Trinity's DNA. These two had a strong desire to love one another, become one flesh, and create a third who also embodied the three-in-one Trinity blessing. So beautiful. So mysterious and so miraculous. And this beautiful, mysterious, miraculous DNA sprang to life for each of the 108 billion people who have ever been born on this earth. They were all three in one, with body, mind, and spirit. It continues today each time God's original design is followed. Think you totally understand the Trinity? Here is a good test. Try to explain it to a five-year-old. Five-year-olds will grasp the father and son part, but then try to explain to them how they are not two, but actually one. And remember, most kids that age do not understand Christianese, so you can use 25-cent words. Once you succeed at that, if you do, throw in the Holy Spirit and see if you can convince the kindergartner that it is actually a he, and that he is one with the Father and Son, not three, but one. Or even more astonishingly, three in one. If you can do this and see the child's eyes light up with revelation, then you truly understand the Trinity in its complex simplicity. Perhaps it would help to use a practical parable that I have used with my grandchildren. H2O can manifest as either ice, water, or steam. They have three distinct forms. One is solid, one is fluid, and one is vapor. But they are all H2O. Likewise, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all the same, but manifest themselves in different forms. And for that very bright and skeptical child who points out it is merely the temperature causing the varied manifestations, in other words, H2O freezes at 32 degrees Fahrenheit and boils at 212 degrees, making steam, you could point out that the Bible indicates there are definite temperature differences in hell and heaven. If you would rather have a more theological debate with your kindergartner or yourself, a survey of the New Testament will prove the us and our from the Genesis account of creation still exist. Numerous scriptures refer to the Trinity, and its members do not seem to be in a top battle for billing either. Sometimes the Father is mentioned first and sometimes last. Take a look at the variations in these sequences. In 1 Corinthians 12, 4-6 and John 15, 26, you see Spirit, Son, and Father. In John 14, 26, you see Spirit, Father, Son. In 2 Corinthians 13, 14 and John 14, 16, you see Son, Father, Spirit. 
In Ephesians 2.18, you see Son, Spirit, Father. In 1 Peter 1.2, you see Father, Spirit, Son. And in Matthew 28.19, which says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You see it says Father, Son, and Spirit. Notice in this great commission from Matthew 28, it does not say in the names of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but in the singular name of them. One name for all three. They are a package deal. Therefore, you cannot come to God without the Son, and you cannot come to Jesus while ignoring His Holy Spirit, with whom He wants to invade your life. If you believe in one, you must believe in all. If you disown one, you disown all. And when atheists say there is no God, make no mistake, they are committing the triple sin of also saying there is no Son or Spirit. The Trinity is a phenomenon even more mind-boggling.